Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil MMA Podcast and UFC 272 just wrapped up. I just brought my uncle back to his crib. Now I'm back here in the studio and man, what a weird night. I was so excited and I even told you guys, you know, looking at this main card, $15 a piece for each one, definitely worth the money, right? No. I apologize so dearly. Let's jump into that and so much more as we review and give our takes on UFC 272, the biggest failure of 2022. Let's go. Alright, so immediately getting into this, the top three headlines that will probably come out of this is, will Greg Hardy have a future in the UFC? Uh, Number two, Jorge Masvidal now on a three-fight losing streak. Uh, Number three, Bryce Mitchell, stunning Edson Barboza. I mean, I was so impressed by Bryce Mitchell. And I say it all the time, I interviewed the kid years ago, like three years before he was even on the Ultimate Fighter. Great kid, had a great upbringing. And tonight he wanted to spend $45,000. At the post-fight press conference, he was speaking about it, or maybe it was right after the fight. No, it was at the press conference. He was saying how, you know, that money doesn't mean anything. It's just gonna go to waste in his hand with hospital bills and this and that and the other thing Dana White steps up this is one of my favorite parts of Dana White is when Dana White steps up and goes you know what no I'll do it some kid in camo a kid in camo man just like you or me showing us that we can go in there we could do the same thing if we work hard at what we do now the Twitter universe is going crazy um, we got Jetty Goodman. He is saying the announced gate was $6.76 million. Announced attendance, almost 20,000 people in attendance for UFC 272. Fight of the night went to Kobe Covington versus Masvidal. And performance of the night, Holland versus Moroz. Now, I'm a little taken back at the fight of the night because Dana White was even saying here I was impressed with Masvidal's wrestling 
Kobe Covington had him mounted for, I believe, over 10 minutes, they were saying, in the fourth round. And apparently Drake bet like $300,000 in Bitcoin on Jorge Masvidal. And you know what? I had a lot of people come to me asking who I was going to pick there in that main event. And I kept trying to tell everybody, go with Kobe Covington. You know, say what you will about him outside of the cage, but watch his fights. This kid is dedicated. He wants to prove everyone wrong. He's out there living his best life, trying to get the best out of his body and the best he could be in this sport. And he's still there at the top. Now you can look at Jorge Masvidal and go, oh yeah, he's on a he's on a, a fight skid. Uh, what about Usman? What about uh, Kobe Covington calling out Dustin Poirier? Well, we're gonna get to that. But Jorge Masvidal, I've I don't think they're gonna cut him anytime soon. Dana White was just calling him a huge pay-per-view star, but he did not show up tonight, guys. I did not see Jorge Masvidal show up whatsoever tonight. Especially in this main event. It's like he showed up, got his paycheck. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Kobe Covington's wrestling. Because it was phenomenal. But Kobe went in there and he did the Eddie Alvarez effect. Where, you know, you're just going to wrestle until you get to a title shot. Or, you know, prove everyone wrong. It's kind of, kind of safe, you know. They were both training together for a very long time. Very close. He knew his weaknesses. Um, Jorge Masvidal defended himself pretty well. I didn't think he was in any danger at any point, except Kobe got rocked. And that was the point, you know, I thought Masvidal was going to start opening up. My uncle was like, here we go, Kobe's going to get gassed. I was like, listen, man, I've been watching these guys for years. Kobe Covington does not get gassed. He's just nonstop chaos. I don't think that Dana White would have been happy with that fight. You know, we really wanted those two to go in there and brawl. We wanted an Usman Kobe one. What's going on with Jorge Masvidal? And I don't want to hear, oh, he's not all he was cracked up to be. Because he is. He's a very talented fighter. He is the quickest knockout in UFC history. And you can be like, well, it was against Ben Askren in five seconds. And look at his career. Well, take, a, take an actual look at Ben Askren's career before the UFC. He was ready to retire. He was done with everything. Then he goes to the UFC for the opportunity. Now, let's go to the internet. Uh, back to Jetty Goodman. UFC 2022 pay-per-views. UFC 271. Houston announced gate 4.3 million. Announced attendance 17,000. So, beats that. Did pretty well. Uh, UFC 270 in Anaheim. Uh, Jetty Goodman announced gate was 5,290,000. Announced attendance was 17,000. It did better than that. But it didn't show for it. It didn't have the excitement. There were a good couple of fights in there. And you guys can smack me all you want saying take Edson Barbosa in this fight. Bryce Mitchell, man. Man, he, he he really proved himself tonight. For him to take out Edson Barboza, 
That's such a huge accomplishment. Even if you're sitting at home playing the video game, you're creating your fighter, you're going through your career, your next contract, you're looking through, you see Edson Barboza. You're like, am I ready for him? Bryce Mitchell was piecing him apart on the feet. On the feet. So here's what Dana White had to say after the fights went down. Here, I got a couple clips for you guys. Masvidal's wrestling was better than I expected it to be. Uh, his cardio was better than I expected it to be. And, uh, you know, it was a tough fight for both guys. And the crowd, obviously, either loves him or hates him, but they're definitely reacting to him. I mean, do you feel at this point, do you consider him one of the, the biggest stars in the company? Well, like, yeah, I mean, it's, the, the thing is, too, is that after a while, no matter how much you hate him, you at least got to respect him. I mean, the, the, the guy is, keeps winning fights. And he's a tough dude. You've had some bad words to say about him at times over the years. What do you think about Colby? What do you mean? What, what, what do I think about I mean, well, I don't know if I've had any bad words to say about him. I said he's an asshole. <laughs> That's not the bad thing. No, he's an asshole. Does anybody disagree with that? I mean, I, he would probably even agree with that. I would agree. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I respect the kid. Do you have any concerns with his brand of promotion? I know you say bad things are said, but you know, like, Jorge's whole thing was, hey, man, the line was crossed. You don't talk about family. You don't talk about kids. Do you believe there is a line? I agree with that, too. It's called man code. You either have it or you don't. So, to me, it looks like Dana White was watching MTV's guy code. But what did he have to say when Conor McGregor was going in there and saying what he was saying about Jose Aldo? And his family in Brazil. You know, Kobe Covington in Brazil as well. If you guys remember years ago, there was chaos that went down. He called them a bunch of filthy animals. We've seen it, but guys, when it comes to Kobe, you got to understand it's a gimmick. You know, he's he, and he's enjoying it. He's living the life. I've interviewed the Glow Girls, and if you guys are old school... You remember the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And it's before my time, uh, late 80s, mid 80s. They even did a Netflix series on it, along with a documentary. And I interviewed a bunch of those fighters, like Roxy Astor. Um, you can check them out on my uh, YouTube channel. But, you know, you had to get into character. All the girls were living with one another. You had to really play the part on the street everywhere. And Kobe does that. You can't get him to break code. The one thing that I'm surprised at, though, was Jorge Masvidal saying the whole fake teeth thing. You know, it, it is kind of badass to get your teeth knocked out as a professional fighter or in hockey or this or that. But Kobe Covington takes such pride. And I really think that's what got under his skin. But Masvidal did not show up at all here. Let's take a look more on Twitter. Um, this part of Dana I like, according to Jim at Fuck Casuals. And he said, you know, his charitable gift that he was going to give, you said, don't give it, I'll cover it. So I'm just curious kind of what your motivation was. And I don't know if there's some, I know you guys do a ton of charity already, but when guys are so connected to something like that, is there like partnerships or things that you can do? But, but why were you motivated to say, hey, don't spend your money, I'll spend it? Yeah, well, the kid... You know, he's making 45 and 45 tonight. He's going to get 45 to the, and, and, and I respect that. And he said, we'll do it. We'll take care of it. 
so much respect. Especially when you see a young kid like that who didn't even win on the Ultimate Fighter. And in fact, he lost on the Ultimate Fighter. But he's been proving himself. And for him not to be, you know, young, dumb, and stupid, he's actually thinking about others and what he can do to help make this world a better place for people who actually need it. And yet you have fighters who are also complaining they don't get paid much. Man, it's just such a beautiful thing. Because none of us can really afford to do that. But when you walk around even just my city and you see little kids on the corners, like like literally, there, there's little kids raising their brothers and sisters that I know personally. That DCF, they try to step in, but really nothing is done. You know, I, I even know a little girl, she's about to be eight, isn't even in elementary school. You know... When I've, bab when I've babysat her, she's pretended as if, you know, she's part of that group. She wants to be getting on the bus. And for Bryce Mitchell, man, to not just be going out there and being Supreme Patty or Jake Paul or... Well, Jake Paul's done some good things, I guess you could say. And, he, and he's still our white knight here in Pure Evil MMA. But, you know, shout out to Bryce Mitchell. And I'm happy that Dana White is uh, doing what he is doing so four hours ago Abninov Kashyap <laughs> tweet and this this is our tweet of the week so uh let's let's make this official as uh, our tweet of the week here Alright, so our tweet of the week is Drake betting $275,000 in Bitcoin on Jorge Masvidal to win tonight at UFC 272 main event against Kobe Covington. Now, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, iTunes, Spotify, I keep trying to tell you guys, jump over to YouTube, you will get notified as soon as I go live. And it's actually been about, man, I want to say five years since I've done an actual post-fight show. So another step forward in the right direction here in 2022. So uh, let's, let's take a look at this video here. There it is. That's Drake putting $300,000 that he just lost. Like it's nothing. And that goes to a betting site, man. What a great business to have. And in Bitcoin too. It just, oh my goodness. I told you guys and told you guys and told you guys. Even with the Luke Rockhold fight against Bisbing, I told you guys then, you guys didn't, like, Kobe Covington was definitely going to win this fight. I did not see Jorge Masvidal having any advantage here. Um, so, Jorge Masvidal at the post-fight presser had this to say on how he plans to recover from losing 
to Kobe Covington. What, when do you, how do you start putting the pieces back together and start rebuilding with the team, with your family and everything? Um, smoke a fat joint, eat a couple of cheeseburgers, uh, and then hit the gym, you know, and then hit the track and field and then hit the gym and, and see how I'm holding up. And maybe like a month into it or something, I'll talk to my team, my coaches, see what they want to do. Now, I know Jorge is trying to be cool here, and I would be doing the same thing. Obviously, after a crazy fight, you want to smoke a joint. Probably want to take a Xanax or a Percocet. You're in a lot of pain. And it was the worst fight I've ever seen Jorge Masvidal in. At Man, if, if you go back and see Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz, this is the BMF. This is the baddest motherfucker on the freaking planet. And Kobe Covington went in there and made it look so damn easy. What is going on with Jorge Masvidal? Is the game over for Jorge Masvidal? Let's see what else uh, we got here that I've bookmarked. Jared Leto. He's always showing up to these fights. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Requiem for a Dream. Uh, but the whole cult thing, I, I should watch it. A YouTube video tonight on it because I guess he's actually like super creepy super weird I did not like him as the Joker um, but I loved him in Requiem for a Dream I love him in 30 Seconds to Mars as well I mean he's a complete artist um, so I, I, I do enjoy seeing him there but I do think it's a little strange I don't know um, Kobe Covington UFC 272 Game Brad how you lose the fight convincingly and still talk shit. Which Jorge Masvidal was doing. I don't even have to play this clip for you guys. But that's what Jorge was doing. And he got fight of the night. There was nothing there. You know, my uncle doesn't watch much UFC, much MMA at all. And, you know, it was interesting seeing how he was... Uh, scoring each round. And we were discussing 10-8s because as the fights are live, I like going on Twitter and engaging with a lot of you guys. A lot of you out there were giving 10-8 for the very first round. Now, I think you need to be dominated. And you know what? Kobe Covington dominated Jorge Masvidal, but he did not have him to the point where he was about to be, the fight was about to be called off or anything like that, which, you know, if you get knocked down two, three times, like uh, UFC 205, Conor McGregor, Eddie Alvarez style, you know, you get knocked down two times in one round. Yeah, 10-8. Uh, let's see what everyone else is saying. Barboza, when he gets rocked by some broken camel pants, uh, says Bobby Chuckles, at Bobby Chuckles. Yeah. That's a, a great picture because I, I was not expecting that. If you guys listened to the pre-show, I was telling you, I did not see Bryce Mitchell taking this fight. So here's what Kobe Covington had to say for Cain Velasquez's uh, situation here. I respect the shit out of him. I mean, having a kid, your kid be molested. I mean, we talk about that all the time. Like, we would do that, but he was in that situation. He actually did it. So free Cain, Cain Velasquez, much respect and love. And I hope you get out soon. Again, so sad, man. So sad. I, I spoke about it 
on uh, two podcasts ago uh, before I previewed UFC 272. And we went really deep with it, with how we reacted, what would be going through your mind, situations I've been through and how I reacted. And the, the saddest part about all of it is that the family, not only are they suffering with his four-year-old child being molested over a hundred times, but now they don't have Cain there to support them. And I'll say it right now, man, it, it sucks that the stepfather got injured. But this can't be the first time. This kid who did it, and he's not even a kid. I believe uh, the, the suspect who actually was released from jail is in his 50s, I believe. Uh, the stepfather being in his, uh, like, 63, the guy who, who was shot in the 11-mile high-speed chase. It really sucks that Kane wasn't able to shoot the guy who was responsible for that and make him feel the pain that his child felt. Could you imagine being a child, four-year-old, four-year-old child, over a hundred times? And the family sitting there without Kane? As the pedophile is free? just awful so yeah i agree there with uh kobe covington uh this tweet from tito little bits ortiz kobe said he spread the fake news that he hurt his knee to someone in his circle that he thought was a snake and they proved themselves by snitching the jorge masvidal this is crazy because i've heard stories just like this where, uh, and I'm just going to throw the promotion's name right out there, and BKFC, where they're kind of spying on their fighters. You know, you think you have a tight circle around you. you, you you're with these people all the time. Not only are you training with them, but you're, you're staying after, you're cleaning up, you're carpooling, you're attending events together. It's the most heartbreaking thing, and it's the one thing we all realize when we become an adult. It's when not to react and that you really can't trust anybody. Even when it comes down to family. Even when it comes down to family, you can't trust anybody. So that really interesting. Kobe, genius move from Kobe right there. Man, Kobe saying he spread some fake news. I love that. Alright, as we go down on our bookmarks, Kobe walking out to Kurt Angle theme song, which my uncle actually pointed out to me. Throwback, man. Kurt Angle. Kobe Covington on why he didn't take pay-per-view points. Let's check this out. Because I told Hunter Campbell, you know, this fight, I didn't care about the money. I wanted to come out here and fight this guy because he's talked so rough. And I, I, I was willing to take a pay cut. I didn't care. I would have fought this guy for free. I'm sick of this guy running his mouth. There's no, he can't talk and walk his walk you know he can't talk to talk and walk to walk like i do so i was willing to fight this guy for free it wasn't about money tonight this is a personal rivalry that needed to be settled and it got settled so you know now that was the last of street judas and we're not going to hear any more of it because i told hunter campbell you know this fight i didn't care what do you think about that i find it so weird 
I find it so weird that Cool Be Covington didn't take pay-per-view points. And it, uh, you know, apparently it did very well, according to Jetty Goodman. And, you know, Jetty used to follow me, and now I don't think he does for some odd reason. I don't know what I did or said, but uh, not following me anymore, so okay. But uh, definitely go follow Jetty Goodman, at Jetty Goodman, because he always has everything you need here on Twitter. Uh, Kobe Covington, let's talk about all the money that Drake lost tonight. Here's what Kobe had to say. Let's talk about all the, the money that Drake lost tonight. He needs to go back to, you know, selling those shitty albums to get back the money. He should have went to America's Pick of the Week by my bookie. I tried to give the people the Pick of the Week. I'm America's champ, and I was America's Pick of the Week. Drake, you suck at sports betting. Go back to your shitty little albums of rapping. <laughs> Come on, I love shit like that. When Kobe is on his shit, man, I love it, man. Distant on Drake in the eight. That's a lot of money. You bet against Kobe Covington. What were you thinking? And you know what? I, I if there's one thing I learned in MMA and sports betting, it's don't listen to your heart. Trust your gut. And here, I just did not see how Jorge Masvidal was going to beat Kobe Covington. I did not see it. I, I even picked it going to decision and ending up like this. So, I love that Kobe Covington actually said that. And when, uh, go back to making your uh, shitty albums. Uh, this tweet coming from Steven at xsteven710. And it's showing the damage done throughout the fight. Kobe, 222 shots landed out of 320 thrown significant strikes. 106 significant strikes out of 189. Masvidal with just 63 as he threw 134. Um, headshots, 96 attempts from Kobe. I mean, 96 landed out of 176. For Masvidal, 29 out of 85 uh, to the body. 5 out of 7 for Kobe. For Masvidal, 14 out of 23. I mean, this this was just a massacre. Control time. That's what we need to look at here. 16 minutes and 14 seconds. That's over 3 rounds, guys. That's over 3 rounds. Now, I also bookmark. Uh, a video of Habib sitting ringside. He loved all the wrestling. You know, a lot of us will complain because, you know, you pay $80 for this event. We want to see these two standing there and bang. But the wrestling, you know, even Dana White saying he was impressed with Masvidal's defense from Kobe Covington. So let's take a look at Habib Nurmagomedov uh, as he enjoys some good wrestling here. On his feet, standing ovation. He loves it. Oh my God. And the Islam, Islam right next to him, he looks like he's, he's, he looks like he's tripping so hard right now. This is me back in 2008 at my first festival gathering of the vibes on ecstasy and acid. 
as base nectar just went in there. Not even not even base nectar. Who's the guys that does uh South Park uh the, the theme song? I used to love them. Uh, too many puppies getting shot in the dark. Th this was me. He's he's stuck in a K hole here. Look look he is he's stuck in a K hole. He's stuck in a fucking cable. He doesn't know what's going on here. Oh man. I <laughs> Somebody please make that their freaking profile picture. Look at that face. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, also Mini Habib tweeting out. She said she snuck in a three piece and a soda into the arena for Jorge Masvidal's fight. I'm going to try to hand it to Kobe Covington on his walkout. Wish me luck. Man, if you don't know who Minnie Habib is, she's been around for so long. And she's grown, she's grown up right before our eyes. Uh, going back for like five, maybe six, five or six years now she's been doing this damn thing. So it's nice to see her uh, attending the event and uh, showing up with a three-piece and a soda. Pretty badass for her. Um, what else do we got in here? All right, the replay of this hit by Masvidal. This was the only time in the fight where Masvidal hit Kobe so hard, but then didn't jump on it. And I don't know why he didn't do it. Hopefully, I don't get flagged for this, but here's what happened. All right, this is the big shot that sat Kobe. Let me play it, please. All right, this is the big shot that Kobe got right back up, man. Do you know how disheartening that is? When you're losing a fight, you're getting dominated. And you land you land a nice counter hook. That drops your opponent. And you're like, alright, alright, okay, here we go. And Kobe stands right back up. That's chaos right there. That's chaos. Say what you will about Kobe Covington, man. He's definitely an ultimate fighter, bro. Kobe Covington said, Here lies the dreams and title aspirations of Jorge Masvidal. So now you got to ask yourself, who is the BMF? Who really is the BMF? Uh, ESPN MMA tweeting out the fight might be over, but bad blood is still there. And this clip is just them still talking back and forth with one another. Disappointed. Covington barely breathing. I gotta probably mute that so I don't get flagged. Look at that. Still shit talking. Look at him. Still shit talking. Kobe, Kobe looks like he, he could go another five rounds too. Still shit talking. It's just unbelievable, man. It's the, This is the weirdest sport ever. The highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Uh, Kevin Holland, Oliveira fight. How about that one? Another amazing, amazing $15 fight that we had to pay for. But there was a situation at the end of round one where Oliveira tries to sneak in the choke and Holland gives the old 
NFL thumbs up, which everyone went absolutely nuts over. And uh, I actually used it as my thumbnail tonight. What a performance for Holland. And I believe Holland was ranked number 15. Oliveira wasn't ranked at all. I actually believe Cowboy Oliveira was on a three-fight losing streak and Holland was on a two-fight losing streak. I believe I might be wrong with that. But Cowboy Oliveira three years ago was kicking ass. It's just so weird to see how, you know, one year, two, three years changes everything. You know, even going back, people would have never thought Rose Namajunas would have ever beaten Ioana Young Jacek. A uh, super fan at <laughs> McGregor Rousey sharing a photo of Drake just pissed the fuck off. And he tweets, Drake after betting 275k on Masvidal. Damn, bro. Um, and that, that does it for our tweets here. But what one thing we did not mention is Greg Hardy, man. What are they going to do? With Greg Hardy next, because now he's on a, a on a losing on a losing spree, correct? And like I said, it's hard to root for somebody who got kicked out of the NFL for abusing his girlfriend or his wife, and bring him into mixed martial arts and try to say he's a changed person now because he's going in there and fighting other heavyweights. Where now he is getting his ass kicked. And I know there's a lot of people out there that enjoyed every second of what they watched here tonight. Somebody asked at the press conference, you know, is this the last time we're going to see Greg Hardy? And Dana White said, I believe he said no. And I think it would be unfair to to take Greg Hardy out of out of the UFC. Because he was rushed in there. He didn't have any time to really really get his bearings down. He really just got strength, and he's a tough dude. You go back to Ultimate Fighter Season 10, and if you guys remember, Big Baby. You know, even, even Kimbo, he had the strength, he had the knockout power, but there's, there's so many different things between wrestling and, and jiu-jitsu. I was just talking with TQ about this. He has a lot to learn. And the competition in the UFC is not easy whatsoever. When you become a professional fighter, you know, that's why you see a lot of these guys take a ton of amateur fights, even switching it up, going from boxing, doing Muay Thai, uh, grappling, you name it. It takes a long time. And this new generation that we have coming up, uh, kids like Bryce Mitchell, Ten years ago, you would never think that that kid was going to go in there and do what he did. Greg Hardy coming out of the NFL, man, I, I still see potential in him. I still I still see Greg Hardy being in the top ten if he just keeps grinding, man. Tonight, he took a lot of damage, though. So you want to be a fighter, man. There's a lot of people that were rooting for him. To get his ass kicked. And man, they got it. But I really enjoyed his come up. I won't lie. I I enjoyed whoever his manager is. I'm not sure. But 
we've seen this time after time where they rush fighters for some odd reason. Look at Sage and Orthcut, perfect example of it, where you rush them and you try to make them a megastar and it just doesn't work out. You know, it happened when he when he went in there against Volkanovsky or Volkanovsky. You know, do you have what it takes to fight at this level? Yeah, you're going to learn a lot, but this is the level that they're at and they're fighting every time. And not only just three rounds, but five rounds. Can you handle that? It's great experience for Greg Hardy. Another lesson, but will the UFC let him go? I don't think so. I think he needs to take a step back. This is what I I even believe they should do with Conor McGregor when he returns. Another huge discussion that's been going on uh, that everyone's talking about because Conor McGregor is no longer in the rankings whatsoever in any division. So when he returns, are they going to give him a main event for the title? You can't do that. That's just not fair. That's not how it works. That's like taking... um, you know, a, a great team from the NFL, but they take, you know, two years off and the, the Super Bowl comes and they're like, we deserve to get into their Super Bowl and make all this money. Of course, Connor's going to get money, but is it fair? No, it's it's definitely not fair. I would like to see Connor get a couple of, of warm-up fights. You don't just jump back in there. Not everyone is dominant crews where you can take time off and have multiple surgeries, step in there against TJ Dillashaw and do your thing. Especially with the leg break that Conor McGregor had. I would like to see Greg Hardy have a couple more warm-up fights. So let me know what you guys think. Um, That does it for this episode of Pure Evil MMA. If we have to rank it now, man, there were a couple of, of great fights. Uh, but if we're ranking this out of 10, I you guys know that I hate when a main event ends up as a decision, which I knew would happen. The RDA fight, if I can go back, I wouldn't pay $15 for that. I wouldn't pay $15 for that, for that main event. I would pay $15 for the Bryce Mitchell fight. I mean, that was the highlight of my night was uh, being proved wrong. That and the Greg Hardy fight. Seeing him uh, lose the Holland fight was good. And I mean, what is what is there to say here? What's next for Kobe Covington? Does he want Usman next? Uh, no, he wants to fight Dustin Poirier. Which I found pretty odd. And apparently Dustin responded to that tweet. But do you guys really want to see that? Is that the fight to make for Kobe Covington? Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to wrap it up. It's now 4 in the morning. Jeez Louise. I'm glad I did the show tonight. Tomorrow, guys, I got Matt Horowitz calling in. Matt Horowitz is calling in, and we are going to have the craziest talk ever. I cannot wait. One of Mayhem Miller's best buds uh, chill son and has story after story and he's calling into pure evil MMA tomorrow you don't want to miss it so press subscribe on your YouTube channel youtube.com slash pure evil MMA and you know 
The Mothership is the podcast, the audio on iTunes, Pod, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Megaphone.fm, you name it. Wherever podcasts are found, search Pure Evil MMA. We are on the run. We are still in the top 40. I believe we're ranked number 27 right now out of the top 40 best MMA podcasts to listen to in 2022. We're aiming for the top, guys. 2022 is the year of Pure Evil MMA. Because remember, guys, without evil, there's no purity. White knuckles till the end. Behave yourselves.